Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. KFI AM640. You're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from 1 until 4 every afternoon, and then after 4 o'clock, you probably missed something, and we had a lot of good stuff today. Uh, after 4, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast on the iHeart app, so go listen You demand it. You get it. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 15 minutes away from another keyword. We're not done with the chance for you to win cash monies here on KFI. Well, we begin the hour by talking about a new candidate in the race for the United States Senate in California, of course, the seat uh, that was held by Diane Feinstein for many years, and then she passed away. And there is a placeholder that was appointed by Governor Newsom. But we already had running Adam Schiff, the congressman from Burbank, Katie Porter, the congresswoman from Irvine, and the congresswoman from the Bay Area, Barbara Lee. Steve Garvey just entered the race. We have a couple of other lesser-known Republican candidates, Eric Early and James Bradley. But now we have a TV newscaster who's entered the race, Christina Pascucci. Uh, she worked for uh, over a decade at uh, KTLA Channel 5 and uh, most recently in the last year, Fox 11 reporter, anchor, and now U.S. Senate candidate. Uh, let's get Christina on. Hi, guys. How are you? Fine. How are you doing? Good. <laughs> Good. Good to be with you. Thanks for taking the time. How well, aren't you? Are you crazy to do this, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I think I am. But, you know, to even be in journalism, I think you have to be a little bit crazy and maybe even more so to jump into politics. But my why is and the conviction is so strong that I, I can't look away. It would only be crazier to not run for U.S. Senate. How long have you been thinking about this? Well, you know, I've been in the trenches for more than 15 years covering a lot of the most pressing issues that Californians face and also travel to more than 100 countries, seven continents. 
interviewing world leaders, going to war zones. And the more that I report, the more I look around me, I don't recognize the California I see before me. And so it was something that's been bubbling for a while. But when I found out I was pregnant, there was this fire ignited within me where I couldn't look back and I had to do something for her to have the future she deserves. What do you think's gone wrong in the state, especially the last oh, few God. years? Well, it feels like everything. I mean, people can't afford to buy homes. People who are even, you know, doing pretty well. Uh, the homelessness situation's out of control. I, I couldn't even go to CVS earlier this week without feeling like I was about to be attacked. You have uh, the crisis at the border. You have national security concerns. There's polarization uh, across our electeds who are refusing to reach across party lines and just, you know, have common sense with a lot of issues. Uh, did I leave anything out? No. <laughs> that just scratches the surface there. <laughs> well, yeah. well, well, is that why you picked the Senate to run for? Why did you pick a Senate seat to, to make your first jump into politics? I think my experience lends itself really well for the Senate on a number of fronts. First, I have massive foreign experience. Uh, I mentioned, you know, the places I've been to. I've covered stories from war zones. I've been to conflict areas. I've served on the board of an organization that works with children of war in the Middle East. I've uh, been on missions representing that organization in Latin America, uh, Ukraine, Haiti, Israel, uh, the Middle East, rather, Jordan. So, you know, I've seen a lot. I've interviewed world leaders. I have a really good geopolitical sense. That's certainly important in the Senate. I would serve on the Foreign Relations Committee, or that would be my pick if I could have one. And uh, so that's a big part of it. And the other part is, as a journalist, seeing the disinformation that's been waged across this country, I think it's really important to have someone who understands the importance of tackling that head on and also reaching across the aisle and stopping the dehumanization of one another. Well, you're a Democrat, right? Yeah, I call myself an independent Democrat because as a true journalist, I look at every issue through objective eyes and I research and I talk to people and I get to the truth of it. I'm not going to look at something through a Democratic lens or a Republican lens. I think that's part of how we've gotten into this mess to begin with. Well, then my question is, how are you different than this troika of Adam Schiff, Katie Porter and Barbara Lee? I'm a lot different. I mean, first off, with my experience, I've not only been in the trenches as a reporter, but I've worked a lot with underserved communities my entire adult life. And I've been one-on-one -on -one with the people of California on their best days, on their worst days. I've, you know, heard the things they care about firsthand, and, and I'll continue to do that because that's where my heart is. But I also, I'm not afraid to tackle things that maybe wouldn't be seen as uh, democratic typically, like the border crisis. It seems like everyone's tiptoeing around that. That's something I want to tackle head on because it's really important, I think, for the future of our country. The the, the biggest uh, challenge, as you know, is going to be the money. Adam Schiff is sitting on $32 million. Katie Porter is $12 million. What, Where are you going to get the money to finance this? Because television advertising is extraordinarily yeah, it's expensive. A statewide campaign is very expensive, too, right? Oh, yeah, it's like $12 million a week or something if you want to hit all the media markets. It's, it's exorbitant. It's crazy. So I'm a millennial. I have different approaches. I, I don't think you have to rely solely on TV ads, but I'm also a researcher. And so I did the work before deciding to jump into this crazy thing. And I know that I have the backing it takes to win this race. 
Well, you mentioned the border. What do you want to do about the border? Biden versus what Trump did as president, both right, both wrong. What would you do to stem this incredible tide, this overwhelming Texas? Yeah, it's a a multi-pronged approach, but it's extremely important. First, we need way more resources. I've spoken to Border Patrol agents as early as earlier this week, and they're just swimming. They need help. So that's one part of it. Another big part of it is making sure that we have the resources in terms of judges who can help expedite the asylum-seeking process. We need a path to citizenship that's much more efficient, and we also need to stop dehumanizing people. I've spent time in the camps on on, uh, the Mexico side with asylum seekers, and I think sharing those stories is also a really important piece of this. This really shouldn't be a polarizing issue. It's something that Republicans and Democrats should get behind and uh, tackle head on. Sorry, go ahead. One of the things that's feeding all the uh, decay in California, maybe the main thing, is the drugs coming over the border, especially the meth and the fentanyl that is feeding mm-hmm. all the homelessness that we problems, see. Yeah. yeah, the crime. I mean, I mean, people are oh, either going insane and terrorizing uh, in mm-hmm. a normal residence or they're dying in the streets. I mean, if they don't shut off the drugs, none of this is going to go away. It's only going to get worse. So what would you propose that the government do? Yeah, I mean, that's a real issue. And and a a big, a high percentage of the people that are bringing over those drugs are American citizens. So that goes back to resources at the border. You really need to tighten that up. Uh, I'm I'm extremely passionate about mental health issues. A big part of why I went into journalism is because I have a dear family member who suffered from addiction and mental health issues. And when I was a young girl, I was exposed to it. I, I had, you know, a lot of trauma around that. And it showed me good people do bad things. And what could have made the trajectory of her life different. And I believe had she had earlier intervention, it would have potentially changed the entire path of her life. But, you know, there was a single mom working multiple jobs, could only do so much. And I think we need to step up and support families in a bigger way than we have. You know, I I get the feeling that most people in Washington know what the issues are. They're endlessly debated in circles. But nobody wants to execute. Nobody wants to do something. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm fighting for the vision that I dream of for my daughter, and those are the only special interests that I will serve. I, I dream of a California where you can walk down the street and feel safe, where, uh, you know, this homelessness crisis is under control, where people who are hardworking can afford a home. Um, there, there's just... These are simple things, and I believe a lot of it starts with two things, quality education and family support, and we're lacking in both. As an expecting mother, I don't even get full maternity leave. Well, now I don't because I gave that up since I'm running for this this seat. But, you know, I know a lot of people who, in their current roles, don't get maternity leave. How are we expecting people to thrive in this society if we're not supporting families from the moment that these kids are brought into the world? It's wrong. And you're going to carry out this campaign while you're expecting a child, huh? Yeah, working mothers do it every day. I think if you want something done, you ask a mother to do it. And I've never felt more energized and had a greater sense of purpose than I have fighting for her. Well, you got about four and a half months. Yeah, March. Right? I, I mean, do you, do you have a staff? Do you have, uh, you know, the whole uh, plan laid out? Infrastructure, right. Because yeah. it's, it's going to go by That's fast. Right. And you got the holidays in the way. Yeah, yeah, but you know we're gonna um, we're gonna 
bring some Christmas caroling or something and meet the voters, holidays or not. I, of course, I have a staff. I have an excellent team. They've worked with some of the uh, the best or, or most well-known politicians in the business. Um, and I'm very proud to have them on my team. And they've been, they're going to, they're going to rock this. I know they will. All right. How can people find out more about your campaign for Senate? ChristinaForCalifornia.com. ChristinaForCalifornia.com. All right. Thanks for talking to us. We'll probably talk to you again before March. Good luck. Okay. I hope so. Thank you. All right. That's Los Angeles newscaster Christina Pascucci, who's announced she's running for U.S. Senate. Now, this is the seat, of course, that was occupied by Dianne Feinstein for many years. And, of course, she passed away and Newsom has uh, put a temporary replacement in there, LaFonza Butler. But we've already got Adam Schiff and Katie Porter. Oh, grown those two. Barbara <laughs> Lee, who I don't know a lot about except I always remember her, the only one that voted against in going after bin Laden in Afghanistan in 2001 yeah. after the attacks. I, actually, all three of them are mental patients. Yeah. Steve Garvey, who could be an interesting wild card in there, too, uh, on the Republican side. So in March, you vote, and the top two will meet in November. So Christina is going to give it a shot. Uh, we uh, got more coming up. Uh, as soon as we return, another keyword will be revealed for your chance to win some cash money. John and Ken, KFI, AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Coming up after 3.30, we'll give you the latest in Israel versus Hamas, an update there. Uh, one of the biggest stories here in Southern California, and we'll play this from Channel 7 first and then give you an update, which came out this afternoon. But anybody that's ever driven, driven Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu knows it can be a dangerous place. People speed there and it's curvy and uh, there's lots of crashes. Uh, here's ABC 7 reporter Irene Cruz on what happened last night. Cut one. This is what the scene looked like overnight. A man lost control of his car and crashed into two sets of parked cars around 8.30 p.m. When he hit that second set of cars, he struck and killed four women who were standing on the side of the road. Two other people were hurt and rushed to the hospital in unknown condition. The driver was given a sobriety test. Authorities say drugs and alcohol don't seem to be a factor. Now, the driver was not injured and was taken into custody. Investigators are looking into whether speed and racing may have played a part. This one's tough. This one's tough. There's a lot of carnage, just metal carnage. And, and you know, anytime you come and there's four bodies that didn't survive, that's a tough one to watch. There has been an increase of um, incredible racing up and down this highway all night long, enough that it, you can hear it over the waves. And we live on the beach side. I'm back out here live. Residents say that racing has been a problem along this stretch of the road for a few years now. All right, that's from ABC7. Uh, the update this afternoon is that the 22-year-old man who was driving that car that ended up killing these four women is Fraser Bohm, B-O-H-M. That's pretty much all they're saying. Uh, he was booked, but uh, he's since been released from custody. Um, I guess, I don't know if it was a bail situation or not. Being L.A. County, I don't know what's going on anymore. But uh, according to uh, officials... At this press conference, he was arrested for vehicular manslaughter with gross negligence. And it has been confirmed that the four women that were killed were Pepperdine students. They went to a school at Pepperdine. Uh, the update also says they were standing on the side of the road. 
and as you heard in that report, he lost control of his car, crashed twice into parked cars. When he hit the second set of parked cars, he fatally hit the four female students who were standing on the side of the road. Two other victims rushed to a hospital. But you heard no drugs or alcohol. They don't think that was a factor in the crash. About the speeding part, all they would say this afternoon was they have no reports of another car. So that would usually be the case if, you know, you're involved in one of those street racing situations. At least four cars were involved in the collision. Um, but they do believe he was going too fast and he just lost control of the vehicle. A woman who didn't want to be publicly identified said there was a fraternity party being held near the crash. When asked if these four women were planning to attend the party, uh, one detective said, based on their investigation, they were going to meet up with people, but we didn't know any other details. And uh, again, they're investigating the idea that perhaps there was some speed contest going on, but they're not sure of that. But this story also goes on to say just how many crashes in well, the stretch of PCH in Malibu have occurred. John, speed cameras. Well, you, no? were, you remember uh, when I've had... Our friends on. Uh, I do remember that story. Yes, the young girl that was killed. Michelle and uh, Ellen Shane, their young daughter, Emily, were, were killed more than 10 years ago. By, the daughter was killed. The they daughter were. was killed uh, yeah. uh, by this, this this crazy guy. That guy That guy ran right into her on purpose. He was he, just he, out of his mind. He wanted was, to kill somebody. That's right. He had some. He was having a bad day. Is bad that what they told day us? with his girlfriend or something, and he was speeding ferociously, zigzagging all over the place, and then aimed the car. At our friend's daughter, the the father, um, our friend, he he's a, a film producer, and he's made a documentary called Twenty One Miles in Malibu," which I've seen, and it's going oh. to all these film festivals and getting awards, and it's about the history of PCH, you know, over a hundred years or however long it's been yeah. there, and in that there has been, you know, some commission that came up with fifty six recommendations to make it safer. 56. Wow. And I think only one of the 56 had been uh, implemented. And in the movie, to me, the most key moment was when they say, we contacted the California Department of Transportation for this film, and, you know, they refused to comment. They wouldn't get no. involved. So so it, it's it's like everything else. It's out on the table what's wrong to make it safer because it, it wasn't, it was designed... A long time ago, before we had such a population and before people drove crazy like this and before it was so crowded all the time there, you know, it was really in, in, in rural primitive times uh, back in, uh, in, you know, early to mid 20th century. Well, there between 2018 and 2022, according to a report, there were 24 deadly crashes in Malibu, killing 25 people, all but two were on PCH, which killed 23 people just in that four-year period. So that's a very, very dangerous area to uh, to drive through, particularly if you're going to go too fast. The women went to Seaver College, a liberal arts school at Pepperdine, about four miles from where the crash occurred. So this is just terrific. We don't know anything more about uh, why this guy lost control, except, you know, if you're doing a... It's kind of windy there in PCH, and uh, he may have just... Uh, uh, been going too fast to keep control of the car and just smashed into people and these women too. All right, we'll be back. Johnny Ken KFI AM 640 live everywhere.
iHeartRadio app. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com iHeart. That's LifeLock.com iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up! And call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. We're on the radio 1 to 4 after 4 o'clock. Whatever you missed today, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast uh, uh, go for the two o'clock hour. Here's a recommendation and listen uh-huh. to the insane story. The mayor of uh, National City down near San Diego describing oh, yeah. what goes on in San Diego. Prostitute and pimps running free in National City because Gavin Newsom signed a Scott Wiener bill uh, basically legalizing prostitution for all practical pur- purposes. All right. Uh, the president, uh, old Joe, is in Germany now. He has left the Mideast. I guess a little stop off there on his way back to Washington, D.C. They announced that he will address the nation tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific, the Oval Office. It'll be about, of course, uh, our response to Hamas's terrorist attacks against Israel and, who forgot, Russia's war against Ukraine. Uh, 
That is still going on. Oh, uh, they want to get a hundred million dollar package uh, through I Congress. I think it's a billion. You forgot. I'm uh, sorry, hundred billion dollar it's, package. That's right. Hundred million doesn't pay for the uh, jet fuel. <laughs> no, not really. Hundred billion dollar package for Ukraine and, and Israel. Israel, right, right. Except we don't have a House of Representatives right now, so. Uh, the president of Egypt announced that uh, they will open a border crossing into Gaza with 20 trucks carrying humanitarian aid. Uh, the concern, and even Biden talked about this today, is that uh, there's a lot of people in Gaza who are not uh, working for Hamas that are being badly impacted. And uh, clearly that hospital story yeah. from, from yesterday was uh, How are they going to keep Hamas from stealing the supplies? Uh, it's a good question. I don't know. If Hamas controls Gaza, I don't know. Uh, the feeling is that doesn't Hamas care about its people? No. No? No. 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 We, obviously not. They, uh, <laughs> I, I think human shields is the uh, role that Hamas's people are playing in this. They already stole the last round of aid that they got a couple of days ago. Who sent them that? The U.N. The U.N.? Yeah. Uh, the UN's a bunch of suckers, huh? Uh, I, yeah, Hamas is going gonna, is gonna to steal the stuff, and then it's going to be cut off, and then they're going to complain that the whole world is being cruel. Uh, Israel has released photographs of some of the destruction that occurred at this uh, kibbutz, uh, Kafar Aza, where 100 residents were killed by Hamas near the border. They put out pictures this afternoon. Not, not bodies, but you can see blood, and you can see the destruction uh, in the, in this area, uh, just to reiterate just what we're dealing with here, this terrorist organization, uh, uh, bodies of residents were left on the ground, cars were burnt, homes were ransacked by the terrorists. About 100 residents live there, it's just over a mile from the Gaza border. I, what, I, what, yes. No, I just, I, it, 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 it's so hard to, to, for people to understand what it was like uh, for the victims these these Hamas monsters were just walking through normal neighborhoods and walking up and blasting away at people. It's just it's it's not a normal war, right? Where you have soldiers shooting at soldiers, or, mm -hmm. or you know, or, or or planes dropping bombs on military bases. This is just mass slaughter, like yeah. uh, barbarians used to do a thousand years ago. Now, should there be a ground invasion by Israel? Uh, many people are asking the question, is it possible to evacuate Palestinians who are not part of Hamas? And one of the stories that popped up is that Egypt and Jordan will not take them in. And there's a couple of reasons for this. Uh, the Egyptian president, uh, Abdel Fattah el-Sisi, uh, said that uh, uh, we are not, he said the current war was not just aimed at fighting Hamas, which rules the Gaza Strip, but it's an attempt to push civilian inhabitants to migrate to Egypt. Mm. So some of, and Jordan's King Abdullah kind of said the same thing. It's like, well, we don't want Israel to think that they can force all the Palestinians out and under the guise of killing off Hamas, drive all the Palestinians out of their, out of their, out of the Gaza Strip and out of the entire country. So oh, because they suspect, you know, that Israel would like to lessen this problem entirely by having, uh, a lot of Palestinians live elsewhere. Leave, right. Yeah. Exactly. That's kind of the way they look at it. Uh, also, they are concerned that a mass exodus would bring militants into Egypt's yeah. Sinai Peninsula. How do you, how and do you, they could launch attacks on Israel, and that would endanger the peace treaty they've had for 40 years. How do you, how do you 
separate the Hamas sympathizers or the Hamas members from the general population when you have all these mothers and fathers raising these Hamas monsters. These are young men. These young men were in uh, elementary school maybe just 10 years ago. And wow. and now they're 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 slaughtering or massacring people. Well, who raised them? Who taught them all the Jewish hatred? Oh, that's the regular Palestinians, the innocent people. Yeah, there's no way to to test this, but I question this concept that everyone who is not directly in Hamas is innocent because somebody created this culture. Uh, it, it had to have been been. It had to. They wow. must have brainwashed them every day of their young lives. It could be just the Hamas members and their families and their relatives that continue to pass down all this ugliness. I don't believe that every Palestinian in Gaza, not everyone, is this militant. But, but how, how do you separate them? If if you so have, kill them all, is that what you're no, saying? No, I'm saying if you have ten thousand refugees, how how do you, how do you know how many of them are actually Hamas families whose whose sons were are actively participating or sympathizing? There's no way to do it, and that's why Egypt doesn't. One of the reasons Egypt doesn't want them, or Jordan. Yeah. Because who needs that problem in your country? Look what's going on in Israel. In the 1948 war around Israel's creation, 700,000 Palestinians were expelled or fled. Uh, and in the 1967 Mideast War, 300,000 fled, mostly into Jordan. So uh, the refugees and their descendants now number nearly look, 6 million, most living in camps and communities in the West Bank, Gaza, at, Lebanon, Syria, and Jordan. Look at all the thousands and thousands that are pouring into the streets now in all these Arab countries and, and surrounding U.S. embassies and, and rioting and starting fires. And it, the whole thing is all threatening and violent. Well, I mean, these are all considered, you know, regular innocent people, except... Right. Whenever there's a problem, we saw this after 9-11, right? Remember the thousands and thousands pouring into the streets supporting bin Laden? Remember the polling they did in these countries? And support for bin Laden was through the roof. All right, we'll be back. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Yeah, well, you know, it can get very lonely in a place called Sarpy County, Nebraska. S-A-R-P-Y. Uh, and if you're 41-year-old Ryan Smith and your job is to collect dead bodies, uh, it can get really lonely. So the allegation is that Mr. Smith went to do just that. A 51-year-old man had died of natural causes in the town of Chalco on October 6th. Smith was one of two employees that was sent there to collect the body. But, uh, well, then something weird happened. Uh, later that day, he called the property manager and he said, um, Sheriff's office asked me to uh, collect an item in the man's apartment. It's a life-size sex doll. We need to swab it for a biopsy. Well, they're not going to do that. And the property manager got suspicious and then he heard some noises. <laughs> He found Smith inside with the deadbolt locked and the chain secured. When the manager let himself inside, he was, uh, well, his clothing was disheveled. He apparently was overwhelmingly attracted to the sex doll. Wanted to take it, I guess. But when that wasn't allowed, he went back and jumped it. What did she look like? I, there's no pictures of the sex doll. There's a picture of this fat-faced guy. 
Wait a second. One of these balding goofballs with the, really, he's got the chubby cheeks. He looks dead-eyed. He hasn't had a woman his whole life. 41. I I mean, he's 41, and he's picking up dead bodies. The dead guy's (laughs) sex doll. (laughs) What could be on that? (laughs) Well, wait a second. What do you mean swabbed for a biopsy? You can't do a biopsy on a sex doll. Everybody said that. They said, because he's not smart. He made that up. He couldn't think of another reason to take the sex doll out of the apartment, so he made that up. We need to swab it. (laughs) You swabbed it, didn't you? (laughs) Would you use someone else's sex doll? Investigators who returned to the scene after a second visit noted that items were positioned differently from how they had been photographed, taken earlier in the day. Now, did the guy who died... I mean, 51's not that old. Did he, I don't know, take some uh, too much Viagra and uh, lost it on the sex yeah, doll? All it says is natural causes. We don't well, have, have to do get, an autopsy. He might have given himself a stroke, though. He might. <laughs> You're thinking this was some sex doll, aren't you? This must have been the hottest State sex doll. State of the art. That's right. <laughs> AI. <laughs> she killed the first guy. She knows what you like. <laughs> oh, when they put AI into a sex doll, can you imagine? He has been arrested. He was not on the clock when he returned to the apartment, but he was immediately terminated from his job. Guys aren't going to get married anymore. <laughs> One beleaguered of oh, the company called Mid-America First. He goes, yeah, I understand the public's interest in this. It's an odd story. If you get a lot of calls about it since he employed this guy, people wanting to know what the heck. Yeah. <laughs> Disheveled. Disheveled. What? He took all his clothes off. I guess he tried to put them back on as the guy came in the apartment. The property manager is wow. like, there's lonely and then there's sad. Yeah, that's that's very really sad. Uh, Conway, I just walked in. You're talking about Bill Handel? <laughs> Maybe. It could be. Uh, all right, we have a senator, future senator, Christina Pascucci. She's quit Fox 11. And now she's running for uh, Senate in uh, the state of California. Uh, it's a good idea. Ding dong yeah. with her. Right? She was just on our show. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, she's going to be on with us, too. So uh, I think she's got a shot. What the hell? She's got a lot of money. She she sounds normal. Yes. She's not like. That's going to be her handicap. Like you ever listen to Adam Schiff talk? <laughs> I mean, that's that's some kind of a freak. That's not a normal person. Uh, then we have uh, the Middle East. We'll keep an eye on that. I don't have the solutions, but uh, a lot of emailers do. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah, a lot of people emailing saying, hey, I "Conway, Secretary of State." That's <laughs> yeah. why you're not running for Senate. That's right. You can easily. <laughs> Who had, they don't have the answers over there. Why do I? How do I have the answers in Burbank? There are, there are no answers. Uh, yeah. Uh, then we also uh, we also have uh, um, a horrible incident uh, out at Pepperdine where these four young women got killed on PCH, and man, that's been a problem forever. PCH. You know, they've got enough money to build this this bridge for these mountain lions. But they can't put a bridge from Pepperdine across PCH, let those kids go to the beach? That's outrageous. Oh, I, I, no, it's it's the worst roadway in America. It's outrageous. Those those kids come from the Midwest all over the country, and they don't understand that PCH is basically a freeway. And they, and they you know, they're, maybe they're in college, a little buzzed, they're not thinking, and, they, and, and it didn't happen in this instant. But a lot of times, those kids walk across mm. that street. It's like walking across the yeah. Ventura Freeway. Is that is that two lanes in each direction there? Yeah, yeah. and it's, sometimes it's three. Yeah. You know, oh, wow. so... Yeah, you know how many people park their car on the side of the road? Oh, I know. And, they, yeah. and they, then they cross the road yeah. to go to the beach. We that. we do that all the time. You know, I, it, it, I've everybody I know has personally seen an accident on PCH. That's wild. 
Yeah. I saw a guy decapitated when I was younger. You did? Yeah, I was like what? 15 or 16, and, a, and a, we were coming back from the beach, and a car, a convertible, slid in under a truck, and the oh. driver got decapitated. Oh, my God. Oh, it's right on the California incline, right at the Is entrance of the right? California incline. Yeah. Wow. But they got to do something about it. I don't know, speed bumps or tickets. If you get a ticket going 70 miles an hour in PCH, they should take your license from you, period. Yeah. What is the speed limit? Is it? I think or? it's like 45 or 50. Yeah, but people go 78. Oh, they go 80. Hour, right? It's unbelievable. Uh, yeah. And, and and the winding yeah. road there, it's no, a problem. No, we won't go on it at night. Yeah. I mean, just flat out, we'll not go on it. It's a major problem. All right. Uh, that and uh, also yeah. we'll uh, keep an eye on uh, uh, Jim Jordan, see where he's, what's he doing with Congress. All right, Ding Dong. Ding Dong with you. Uh, yeah. Michael That's Crozier. right. Here it comes. Has the news <laughs> live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at LegalShield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs. With flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. Hey guys, back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah! And some waves, so we could go surfing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah, love that! A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Yeah, baby. Wait, did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today.